0: Encouragement, you can do it. And tools to help you go live a life of purpose. Yes. Influence. And joy. Yeah. This is the Go Podcast with Chad Hood.
1: All right. It's good to be with you here in sunny Raleigh, North Carolina, where the humidity is about 200%. <laughs> I was thinking 110. It could be. I'm here today with a special guest and really not a guest at all, a friend. And we figured out we've known each other probably around 17 years, Amanda Watson-Bailey. So welcome.
0: Thank you for having me, Chad.
1: It's awesome to be with you and talk with you. And um, we're going to talk about some things that are really important to both of us today. I mean, really just kind of dive into it. Uh, But as we do that, let's start with just kind of who you are. You know, I know who you are, but... Tell us about yourself a little bit.
0: Okay, well, I am the proud wife of Nick Bailey, um, who works for a company called WIRB Copernicus Group. He's a recruiter, so he's right in the field that he loves. He works with people, and he loves people, and he loves us and his family well. And um, We've got two kiddos, Carlin and Camden, and Carlin is 17 months, and um, Camden just turned four. So we're busy. And then in addition to being a wife and mom, I work pretty much full-time as a voice and piano instructor um, in the afternoons and evenings. So I teach out of my home, Amanda Bailey Studios, and then on Tuesdays I teach at Peace University, um, and I teach applied voice there. So working a lot and just enjoying the blessings that God's given me and trying to make sure that I keep my head on and keep all the laundry <laughs> done and hard, the meals on the right? table. And
1: uh, That is a hard job being a mom. That's why no man can do it. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs>
1: hey, I know it. Oh my goodness. So we've known each other for 17 years. Um, I kind of watched you grow up. I came to Bayleaf, which is where we both serve. We've worshiped together um, 17 years ago, which would put you probably back in middle school.
0: Middle school. So
1: I was out of college, came to be the college minister there. And so I've watched you grow up through high school ministry and then go off to college at Carolina and um, just see so many cool things have happened. So, Tell us a little bit about you've got a cool story. Um, you've accomplished some amazing things, um, been able to do some cool things in a short life. So tell us a little bit about it.
0: Well, it's been neat to see the blessings that God's given me. I, I truly give him all the glory because I wouldn't even be here without right. the way he's walked me through so many things. But I had the opportunity to serve as Miss North Carolina in 2008. Um, I was Miss Garner and then went on to be Miss North Carolina. And then that obviously gives you the chance to compete for the Miss America title, which is quite the adventure. It's something that I think I'll always cherish. And people always seem to ask that question, no matter how many years removed that is. So we're coming up on 10 years, which seems crazy. Um, But they said that year at the pageant that you'll have a likelihood of having a son compete in the Super Bowl. Um, more so than having a daughter compete for Miss America. Whoa. It's more likely to have a that son compete crazy. in the Super Bowl, which I thought was, it put things into perspective. Right. Um, but just a wonderful year. So I was able to do that. And I worked very closely with the ALS Association, serving people with Lou Gehrig's disease, which I know we'll hit on later, Chad. Right. But I think that was part of the story that I can't, I would be remiss to not mention during that year um, and before and then again afterward. Um, But yeah, so that was my life before kids, and then once I had children, I decided how can I use my um, talents and and hopefully blessings from the Lord to benefit other people, but also be able to support my family. So that's where voice and piano lessons came about. So I left the school system teaching elementary music there to open my own business and um, thoroughly enjoy what I do, and it's exciting to be able to stay home with the kids, but also um, be able to work and... Do what I went to school for, which right. is awesome.
1: You know, I, w- I was introduced to that world, is you know, when I was just in college because I had a friend of mine and he had he was in that world, and so I got to see kind of an inside of that. And you know, from the outside looking into that world, you know, one, you guys make it look so easy, right? I, I mean, hope so. you do. <laughs> it's, it's not easy. I definitely. know. And but I think when I got that inside look, you know, I realized that sure. You ladies are beautiful, but there's such a depth to what's going on there. Um, there's so much of your heart and soul, which that's just the way of a woman. I mean, it's about her heart and soul, right? And, and so I saw that, and it just gave me just a totally different perspective and a respect um, for how much work goes into just being a part of that. And so, you know, gosh, any lady who does that is just an amazing thing.
0: It's definitely an adventure. I think sometimes pageants get a, um, a bad rap just for the way the media portrays them. But I think that Miss America system did so much for me. And now it's my opportunity to give back. And I'm able to now serve on the Miss Garner um, executive board and, and volunteer time to work with young ladies who are trying to do the same path that I was able to pursue, which is really neat. Right. But Miss America is a scholarship pageant. So it features scholarship style, success, and service. Oh, yeah. And I think with service definitely being the kind of the pinpoint beyond everything else beyond the crown. It's really what defines Miss America. Um, and there's talent portion, which also sets us apart, but I think it's, it's just neat to see what it does for young women. It's some women, it takes them out of their shell and helps them to perform some women. It allows them to to make friends for life. And then for me, it did that, but it also gave me the way to share gospel music on stage. Um, through song to let the judges see that's who I am as a person and yeah. that was neat so
1: yeah that was amazing uh you know I, I actually got to go to one where that's where I first met Nick <laughs> he was actually holding your pocketbook <laughs> that which, sounds uh, about right so yeah. I'm like I don't know if you could have picked a better guy yeah. for that kind of life especially when y'all were first getting started right yeah I felt bad for him and so, so but you know what I never dude never complained. so no. he is a he's a gem for sure. Uh, Tell me about the service aspect of it because that's, you know, you've hit on that a couple of times already and, you know, I hear you talking about pouring back in. So there's the idea of mentorship platform. I mean, so how does, how does that play itself out?
0: So the Miss America scholarship pageant has something called a platform, which is where young women, um, they either pick a organization that's important to them or maybe it finds them, which is what happened to me. Mm -hmm. ALS, unfortunately I didn't find it. It found us. And so it gave me the opportunity to, um, have a platform that automatically fit for service. So young women take a organization that's important to them and they serve for how many ever hours they'd like to in their community so that they're better able to educate the public when they compete on what that organization is. Um, A lot of women, you know, they choose cancer society or Alzheimer's or, um, anything on even, um, encouragement is one now where girls will do things that make other people happy like paying it forward just you know whatever excites them um so a lot of the times you'll see people that go on to make a career out of what their platform was so that's really neat
1: yeah that is cool it's amazing the encouragement part because this podcast that's what it centers around encouragement you know and you see so much You know, so many people, and my dad said it in a video. You know, a few days ago, that it seems like people need encouragement these days. Absolutely, you know, and so that's pretty fascinating uh, about that. And what's cool to me, though, is that you can take all that um, hard work, all that preparation, all the training, and man, then you can apply it to moving out into life.
0: That's right. You know what? That if I can instill one thing in my kids, it would be to be service-minded individuals. Yeah. And I think that will carry you far in life. And you never know what you know what ultimately that could lead you to it could even right. lead you to a career that you didn't know you were excited about right. um so that's that was exciting for me and it was such a blessing and i would highly encourage a young woman that's um either a teen or a miss age which 17 to 25 to look into the program and mm-hmm. see if it's something that excites them um you know and my daughter carlin might not be excited about doing that but she right. might you know be excited about serving in her community right. so they always it's something that they can always carry with yeah,
1: them yeah that's awesome that's awesome. And, and that that touches real people. That makes a real difference in your life. Uh, so, you know, you're talking about your platform here. That's one thing that's brought us together in this conversation, particularly is this idea of ALS. Um, so why was ALS your platform? How, I mean, how'd you get to that point?
0: So my grandfather and my great grandfather had Lou Gehrig's disease, ALS. And so back more than 30 years ago this was a disease that no one had heard of and as you know it's become more and more progressively known unfortunately but with that awareness there has been a lot more money and funding that has been made available to patients and their families but we want to see it eradicated so we'd like for it to never be known as an active disease but we're working on it and so i had the unique opportunity to take my familial um, I guess the familial aspect of what's right. happened to our family and take it to a larger scale. Right. That's how it really came into play. And that's why I chose it at the ALS association um, in Raleigh. The Jim Catfish Hunter chapter mm-hmm. is who I worked most closely with. Okay. So,
1: yeah, you know, at that time, you, when you did, you won um, Miss North Carolina, then you, that platform, you be, it became very prevalent in your message. Yes. And at that time, you know, I remember thinking I'd heard about Lou Gehrig's disease. But it just wasn't on the forefront Mm. you know kind of like cancer or breast cancer awareness and those are things that should be on the forefront as well but i just not heard as much it seemed like and then you know you fast forward to where we are now you know a few years later and it's just like man you hear about it all the time. All Somebody's the time. got it or mm-hmm. somebody they know, right?
0: And it used to be very prevalent that people would know if you served in the military community. So mm-hmm. when I would go to Fayetteville or a military base, everyone knew what ALS was right. because you were twice as likely to develop ALS if you served in the military. Right. But now someone will say, well, my father has ALS or my husband or my, my neighbor. And I'll right. say, well, did they serve in the military? And not not all of the time do they say yes. It's, yeah. it's very... Um, it's disheartening to not even be able to see an association to what is causing these patients to come right. down with us. So, yeah.
1: you know, we've been, we're supporting, so my father has ALS as well, as you know, and he went a couple of years without knowing what that was. And then finally got diagnosed earlier this spring. And, um, and I think it caught everybody off guard a little bit, um, because we didn't see that. But I think if you would have known those symptoms, you could have seen it. Right. And, and so um, I think that that was a, st- a stunner for us. And he, he was in the military. And mm-hmm. to talk to him, and then for him, he said that same statement that, you know, you're twice as likely in the military. And, but they just don't know why, don't you know? know why. And so I, I set it on this search just to look and see what was this whole thing all about? What was being done about it? You know, I knew the bucket challenge and, you know, millions of billions have went into research. Um, but I got connected with this research institute. It's called the John Paul II Research Institute out of Iowa City, Iowa. Wow. And they were doing adult stem cell type research. And I didn't know this at the time, but they're doing so much genetic research now. You know, that's it's always been kind of at the forefront, but now they're moving into it. And he was telling me, the the director there, he was kind enough and gracious enough to call me back, which stunned me. <laughs> um, but he did. And, that's um, so cool. He's emailed me back, too, about some things. But... You know, he said they're, they've been using a cancer-causing gene that to figure out if they can eradicate this ALS. Wow. But now, he said, they're on the forefront of a gene that could possibly work like that, but it's not a cancer-causing. So, wow. you know, use the cancer-causing gene, you might get rid of ALS, That's but you're going can- yeah. to get cancer. Right. And so um, I know that, and boy, I'm speaking out of ignorance right now, but there's so much going on. You know moving forward um you know and your family went through it at a time where really it wasn't talked about Mm -hmm. i mean there was not much research like you said how did your family deal you know with that situation
0: well i i don't know if it was lucky or unlucky for me but i was not yet born it was the year before i was born when my grandfather passed away so my mom just had the one of the most horrific experiences i think i could have ever even tried to imagine but she you know had to watch the progression of her father's disease which was actually only less than a year most patients have a lot longer um but he progressed very rapidly and so she saw the demise of all of his faculties and just his ability to speak and just everything go very quickly and so she struggled with that for a long time to see this strong steady man that she had grown to love and know and and you know my dad has talked about it too just to see what has happened so Mm -hmm. i only got to meet him through pictures which for me is the most sad because my grandma is still living and so just as much as i love her i can imagine that i would have loved him just as much too and he would have been so excited to see the things that have happened in my life and to get to meet his great grandchildren but um so that that has been really hard but we have tried to use it to to best serve other people but we have been asked if we would like to get tested for the familial gene and we've chosen not to do that because even if we were to test positive there's no way that we could change that outcome so why worry about it Uh, you know um, so why worry about it and just live every day to the fullest, but it's always, I think probably on the back of her mind and, and even on mine because it can skip a generation too. Yeah. So it's not a fun thing to watch and I can't even imagine what you right. are going through. And I know you said you're six hours away yeah. from your dad, but just right. to, to be able to see how encouraging he is and to see that he's still writing things down to, to be able to have generations read it in the right. future is so cool.
1: Yeah. If, it is amazing. You know, it's amazing to watch someone live out their faith but it's another very real thing to watch somebody struggle Mm. knowing an outcome is certain and he said something the other day and he goes you know nobody knows what when that their time is right and so and it's just a reminder like you said to live every day the fullest man to just love your family love god and really get out there and you know for him he started writing those devotionals two years ago when he started getting sick it was like the lord knew Mm -hmm. right and and i think the lord's honored his heart and he said you know i want my last days to be more impactful than all the days prior Mm -hmm. and i'm like man now that's an eternal perspective right absolutely and so i think he'll accomplish that I, i do too and so most people that are listening know this but if you don't we had his devotionals published just in a book called upon the mountains and you can find it at amazon and just search for upon the mountains and we have a facebook page which has turned out to be v- very interesting and we ask people to write their stories you know of what's happening and um somebody who used to go to our church um dear dear people um they're going their husband's going her husband's going through cancer and they picked it up and they started reading it and we're like man this is so encouraging this yes. has been our devotionals every day and so I, you're already dad's already been able to see some of right. those cool things and so what we're doing with that book is for the first Couple of months, two months, we're giving away ten percent of the proceeds straight to ALS research. That's awesome. And so um, he's excited to do that because he wanted to make a spiritual difference, of course, but also, hey, can you make a physical difference? Right. And so that's that's what we're doing. So we're excited about that. And so that's so, so cool. I can't so, wait to read it. I know. Well, we got you a copy Thank you there. you for my copy. And um, <laughs> if this was a live broadcast, we'd just have people call in and we'd right. get one call away. That's right. in right but now we, and win your hey, book. Hey, we're, we're new can't to do. the podcast world. <laughs> one Nobody's day it'll be live be alive here. <laughs> And for those of you listening, that's what Amanda asked first. She was like, is this going to be live? And I was like, no, I'm not that good yet. You know, we're just getting started in this whole podcast deal. Mixing's
0: things a lot less stressful. It is a lot less stressful
1: <laughs> because if we really mess up, we can just delete it. and No one will ever know.
0: So now the but, listeners are thinking, oh, this is them not messing nah, up. Okay. Hey, we we have
1: not stopped and re-recorded yet. <laughs> nope. Maybe we, really we thought it. about it, but we've just been been going on. So, all right. So that was your platform. Um, you guys use it, still using it. Now, you know. You're teaching now. Yes. voice.
0: And I forgot to mention one of my piano students. Um, her mom used to work very, very closely with me as the, um, I think she, her title was executive director at the Jim Catfish Hunter chapter. Wow. Um, which she's not there anymore, but it's been so neat to be able to maintain a relationship with yeah. her and a friendship. Right. Um, so she'll probably correct me if she hears this and I wasn't her title, but it was a really awesome title. Right. Whatever she did.
1: She was a baller. Sorry. <laughs> right. Give her props. Yeah, that's, that's, So you're teaching piano now? Teaching voice and piano,
0: and um, I went to school for that. So it's neat to be able to actually do what you went to school for. Went back and got my master's degree in education, so K-12 through music instruction. Um, But now on the university, I'm able to teach on the collegiate level, which is neat. Right. Um, but, yeah, I, I would love to eventually have a studio where I could have teachers work with me, and um, that's a dream that might not happen in the near future just since my s- kids are so little, but I would love to see that happen right. someday and to, to actually have a studio building. Yeah, but so it is that's neat the, to that's be in the prayer. House. That's right? the prayer. It is neat to be in your house, though, because I do feel like people become kind of part of your family. They walk in and yep. <laughs> help themselves to their, your kitchen or that's whatever. Right. So th- that's really neat. Yeah,
1: that's, you know, you know, and that I think that's what we're all longing for is that somewhere where we can feel at home. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. our friend Marty Jackman. Yeah, shout that, out to Marty. That 2 a.m. friend who can <laughs> walk in.
0: We Everybody needs at least two of those. Yeah,
1: I know. But I would be In case your sure, one is asleep. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, <laughs> yep so you know so that's the dream man to have a studio you already got the studio started you've been working hard in that um you know i remember personally you know this is about encouragement um you personally it was a few years ago and i was at a christmas eve service and i believe you were singing at two of those you had a solo on two of those and it was one of those christmas eves where i was just kind of worn out Mm. you know and tired and um I got up. I got up. i had been walk, working in the back, helping the ladies, you know, back there because we served communion. And And I walked around the corner. And I'll never forget it because I walked into like the, the foyer and the doors were open. There was nobody back there. And it was just quiet and the lights were down low. And you started singing. And it was that moment where I sat down and I just stopped for a few minutes and rested. And it was it was awesome because you could just sense the peace of God. You know, as you were singing, and what I love is that you've taken all this talent, and you've maintained that heart of giving it to the Lord, right? And I think that's why the Lord's blessing you, and He will continue to do so um, as you encourage people through that. So, you know, we've all got gifts. What would you say to that person out there? You know, hey, Chad, I know you can't sing, but
0: (laughs) I heard you sing; you might (laughs) can.
1: We're not gonna hear it today, people. Um, But you know. Using your gifts to glorify God, what would you say?
0: Well, you know, when I was Miss North Carolina, I would get the opportunity to speak in a lot of schools. And so I thought that was a great opportunity to speak to the little ones all the way up through high school right. with that exact message of how can you use your gifts? And yes, I wasn't allowed to quote scripture, but I pretty much did. Right. Um, but I always said, use what talents you possess the woods would grow silent if no birds sang except those that sang best. And that's a quote by Henry Von Dyke. Right. And if you think about the root of that quote, it really is, it speaks to me. Because while singing might not be somebody's passion or or quote-unquote scu- spiritual gift, they right. might enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So sing. Right. Or if you're a leader, lead well. Or if you're a teacher, that's absolutely a gift. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes people just find themselves recluse in their house thinking that they can't go out and serve um, in God's kingdom because they don't have a gift that most people would qualify or quantify as a gift. But it is. I see people even at Bayleaf that just are teachers. You go down to the preschool hall Mm -hmm. and these women and and sometimes men have been down there for 30 plus years loving on these babies. Um, And I can't think of a better gift than a gift of service. And nobody sees it. Nobody sees it. And they don't ask for applause.
1: Right. Isn't that awesome?
0: It's just the neatest thing to watch. So I encourage anyone to yep. go out and find what you're passionate about. And most of the time, it's going to turn into a spiritual gift that the Lord can use. That's
1: awesome. So. It's great encouragement. Well, today we've been here with Amanda. So Amanda, thank you for being here. Thank it's you It's been so awesome. Much, Chad. Thank um, you. If you would love to have Amanda come speak for you, you can check her out on Facebook. What's your Facebook?
0: I would love that. It's Facebook, www.facebook.com backslash Amanda Watson Bailey Studios.
1: There you go, Amanda Watson Bailey Studios. Look it up on Facebook. Um, she'd love to come speak for you, any event. She does all kinds of event speaking, um, plus singing.
0: Thank you, Chad. All right. And I want to so. thank you for what y'all's family does in our church, too. I and in the community. It. We really love y'all.
1: I could have never told you I'd been somewhere for 17 years. <laughs> it's right? pretty awesome. But the Lord's kept us here, and we see it as a gift for sure. This is all our kids know, right? That's right so that's right well let me pray for us and we'll be on our way thank you. father God we come before you thank you for your goodness to us thank you for Amanda and her life and her family and Lord just for her heart to serve you and just to encourage others and so Lord would you take that and would you just receive that as an offering and and Lord what a good reminder for each one of us as we as we listen to this to use those gifts and those talents that God's give that you've given us to um, take in, encourage others um, to lead others to help others see the goodness um, that you offer. And so, Lord, we're so thankful for that. And thank you for our time. Lord, we love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. So if you have any questions, you can check us out at chadhood.org. We've also got, if you'll see on the side of that, on the right-hand side of that page, um, there's a place where we'll give you a few days' worth of that new devotional, Upon the Mountains, for my dad. And so you can just s- sign in there, and we'll send them straight to your inbox. And If you have any questions, you can reach us um, through that website. Again, that's chadhood.org. And don't forget, Amanda Watson Bailey Studios, if you need you Amanda it. for anything. All right. God bless you. Have a great day.
0: You've been listening to The Go Podcast with Chad Hood. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll tell your friends and colleagues to visit www.chadhood.org to learn more about living a life of
1: purpose, influence, and joy. See you next time.